The Minnesota Vikings and Arizona Cardinals just wrapped up their joint practice leading in to the preseason game this Saturday at 12 p.m. Central Time. So on today's show, I'm going to be giving you guys the biggest takeaways that I saw from the Minnesota Vikings-Arizona Cardinals joint practice. And you see this guy right here, Ivan Pace Jr. Again, another practice where the kid, the stud out of Cincinnati, is making plays. I still can't believe, I still can't believe that this dude went undrafted. I'm just happy he is on our Minnesota Vikings. But before we get into our, my five takeaways from practice, I was looking at some numbers on the channel, and the most likes we got this month was 147. So I'm calling out you guys. I'm calling out you Vikings fans right now. Hit that, hit that like button. Show some support. Let's see if we get the 200 or shit. Maybe we could get the 300 and even double that number. So like this video, free, easy way to help us out. Let's talk about it. So the number one takeaway I had was the Byron Murphy show. Byron Murphy came into practice today. He was absolutely swagged out because he was obviously played for the Arizona Cardinals to start his NFL career. And he came in. He was dancing with all the uh, fans on the sidelines. Like Byron Murphy absolutely balled out today. He had a sweet interception on Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown was running a deep in, and then Byron Murphy undercut the route, had the interception, and he's been playing very, very well. And it's for good or for good for the Vikings because obviously no cornerback is the number one kind of position that the Vikings need to kind of you know see you know play well this year. They actually have somebody step up. Looks like Byron Murphy's that guy. I'm really hoping he can be that solidified cornerback one for this unit. Maybe he can actually be that true lockdown man-to-man -man corner because we obviously know Brian Flores. You know, he loves those, and that's the best way to play in his system as a corner. So Byron Murphy, he absolutely balled out today. He was impressing all throughout uh, camp and all throughout practices so far. So good to see that he had an interception on his former team. Number two, man, uh, I'll tell you what. This, uh, In terms of, like, hype trains for Vikings players, the Jalen Rager show continues. Jalen Rager had another phenomenal day today. He was actually running a fade route and uh, it was almost a little Odell-esque. He kind of bumped off the receiver, had a sweet one-handed catch. And again, Jalen Rager, he's been looking good. And it's going to be interesting to see how this Vikings wide receiver room shakes out. Because I think Jalen Rager's honestly solidified himself as the true wide receiver four for this unit. Like, obviously, we know number 18, the best weapon in football, Justin Jefferson. He's running, you know... He's running the X. He's running the wide receiver one. So then we get to Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne. They're going to duke it out for wide receiver two early in the year. I do fully expect Addison at the um, at the tail end of the, of the year to get all of those wide receiver two reps. So shout out to Addison. He's also looked good as well. But Jalen Rager, man, he just continues to shine. And I know this guy. Like He's kind of a meme for us Vikings fans. Kind of, and kind of just a meme around the NFL world. Because listen, he was a first-round pick, and he was the pick before Justin Jefferson. So he had unreal expectations. He obviously hasn't lived up to it so far. But man, if he could uh, you know, be effective in the punt return game, be a true wide receiver for and you know, who knows? You know, Knock on wood, if KJ Osborne or Jordan Addison were to have to miss a game, I'm perfectly fine with Jalen Rager stepping in there, and I would feel fully confident in him to get the job done, so it makes me feel happy that he's been balling out. And the thing I love most about Jalen Rager, he celebrates with his teammates. It's awesome. It's a cool little thing that he does. He's always showing love to his boys, showing love to his uh, you know, brothers out there on the football field. This one also, wow, this one felt good to type this one out. Uh, Andrew Booth Jr., he bounced back today. Shout out to Booth. He had a really solid day in practice. Multiple pass breakups in the 11 and 11 period. Also during the ones period, he did get cooked uh, twice against Marquise Brown. 
Marquise Brown beat him on an uh, in and out uh, a couple times. So he did get cooked there. But in the 11-on-11 period, he had two sweet pass breakups. He, dude was running an out route on him. He kind of got beat, but he was able to kind of make up his uh, speed a little bit or make up the route with his speed and get a sweet pass breakup. And we know Andrew Booth, he has struggled against or in the preseason game so far against the Seattle Seahawks. He just wasn't there. He got beat for a touchdown in the second half and even didn't even play the first half. He wasn't even getting those reps with that first team. And then, uh, you know, Andrew Booth in the second week didn't really impress too much at all. And he played majority of that game. And, you know, with the question's been being like, could Andrew Booth actually potentially get cut from this Vikings roster? You know, coming from a second round pick out of Clemson, could the kid actually get cut heading into this year? It was looking actually pretty likely, especially with guys like Jawan Williams stepping up and Caleb Evans playing very well. And we obviously just talked about Byron Murphy playing well as well, or playing well as well. So it was looking like Booth was probably maybe going to get cut. So it's good to see that he, you know, had a good time uh, or had a good practice today. But somebody I'm going to be watching for this Sunday or this Saturday against the Arizona Cardinals is going to be Andrew Booth. And we're going to be live here on the channel. Shout out to producer Trace for hooking it up right now. We're going to be live 11.30 p or 11.30 Central Time, 30 minutes before kickoff. So come join us. We're going to be having our eyes out on guys like Booth, you know, Jalen Rager, you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, Kevin O'Connell will throw us a curveball and play some starters. So, you know, we'll have to see, but make sure you guys tune in. We got a watch party 30 minutes before kickoff, 11.30 Central Time. So make sure you guys tune in and join the fun. Now, Jawan Williams, he also had another good, good day. Uh, in 11-on-11s, he had a sweet interception. And the thing I love about Jawan the most, man, is that true 6'2", 6'3", frame is sitting at 215 pounds. He's this big-time physical corner, and you saw it on the practice field today. Like, when he was going against Marquise Brown, who's a littler wide receiver, he just looked like he was the alpha in that situation. So, again, this Vikings cornerback room, that's something I'm watching this Sunday or this Saturday. Like, it's going to be entertaining to see who really fills out the rest of this room. Byron Murphy, he'll be CB1 uh, Sunday versus the Buccaneers during week one. But that's like CB2. Who are you going with? Are you going with Booth? Do you got faith in the second round of the turn around? Or do you got faith in the guy like Makai Blackman, maybe? The third-round pick out of USC. Could he step in and be that cornerback, too? Or maybe a guy like a Caleb Evans. Maybe he could be the true cornerback, too. But overall, I think the Vikings probably keep five or six corners here. And honestly, I think Jawan Williams has earned his spot, man. Listen, he was a twenty or he was a twenty nineteen second round pick by New England, and I think Bill Belichick, uh, you know, knows this defense just a or knows defense in the NFL just a little bit. So I'm a fan of Jawan. Obviously, he's not the quickest uh, DB in the world, but he's looked good. Very, very physical corner. So I'm excited to see what he's gonna, you know, what he's gonna do for the Vikings this year. Because I do think, uh, you know, I think Brian Flores could absolutely get the most out of him. So it's going to be see to see how this cornerback, or it's going to be exciting to see how this cornerback group works out. But, uh, you know, we'll obviously just have to wait and see. Now the fifth uh, takeaway I had, offensive line. It's, a, it's an issue, man. And uh, I'll probably make a video about this later on in the week. Uh, we got to sign Dalton Reisner. we got to do something with this interior offensive line. Because the thing that pisses me off the most about this Vikings offensive line unit, it's like you have your tackles. Like you got Christian Derrissaw. You got Brian O'Neill. But it's the interior over and over again, the interior of the offensive line has struggled. Like Garrett Bradbury, for him being a first-round pick, he plays more like a fourth-round pick. Ed Ingram, a second-round pick last year. He's been up and down. And again, he, the Vikings haven't hit on an offensive lineman besides Darisaw and Brian O'Neill. I think they're probably two of their last 10 picks on the offensive line unit. Ezra Cleveland plays left guard. He's more of a tackle, and that's why we've seen him be so up and down. So the offensive line, listen, guys, it is an issue, and they got to clean this up. Because we know with our quarterback, Kirk Cousins, he's a statuesque, 
pocket passer, just a pure pocket guy in the league, you're going to need to get him protection. Most quarterbacks, pretty much all quarterbacks, struggle with interior pressure, but especially Kirk. We know Kirk. I mean, that's the check down play. That's the fourth and eight check down play. Why he did take that check down? Because he had interior pressure from Dexter Lawrence, absolutely sunning Garrett Bradbury on that play. Still just pisses me off that you let Dexter Lawrence go one-on-one -on -one with Garrett Bradbury on the biggest game or the biggest play of your season. It still mind boggles me. But Vikings, you got to clean up this offensive line issue or this is going to be an issue for uh, the rest of the season. And I swear we've been talking about this for the past couple of years that they need to clean up that interior of the offensive line. But the guy I'm most excited to watch this week is probably, I would probably still go Andrew Booth or Jalen Rager. Uh, I'm just excited to see if Booth can, you know, kind of take that next step and, you know, just get some positive momentum for himself heading into the season. But I'll ask you guys, who are you guys most excited to watch this week? Vikings, Cardinals, preseason, week three. Anyways, if you guys made it to the end of today's video, thank you guys so much for watching. We're doing this thing called Real One Roll Call, where if you guys made it to the end of today's video, I want you guys to type skull down in the comment section, for I can go back and I can see all the real ones who actually did make it to the end of today's show. I really do appreciate it. And guys, also remember, we are going to be live for the Vikings Cardinals preseason game. I'm excited. If you guys haven't tuned in for the first two weeks, they are a ton of fun. Like, we just hang out, have a good time. We specifically watch a couple of players, and we'll also have some drinks as well. So if you guys haven't already, come join our watch parties. They are a blast. We're going to be live 30 minutes before kickoff, 11.30 a.m. Central Time. Make sure you're there. I'll see you guys next time, and uh, you guys know how we end it here. As always, Skull Vikes.